Thank you for listening to the Words and Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Danny B. From all of us in the writing community, we just think you're amazing because you put your heart and soul into everything you talk about on this amazing show. The podcast has over 50,000 listeners every month. I love coming on your show and I love talking about it. Oh my God, I finally get to speak about it. Talk about all the things that I've been with by myself for so long. I mean, you provide that opportunity to so many of us and, you know, always are an amazing host. We chat about books, the writing process, and how literature has the power to change the world. But most of all, we have real conversations and we have a laugh. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being here and sharing the journey. Hello and welcome to the Words and Nerds podcast. My name is Nicole Hayes and I'm talking to you from the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people, our nation's first storytellers. And I would like to acknowledge elders past and present and other First Nations people who might be listening, including our guest today. I haven't been in this seat for a bit, but you might know me from previous Words and Nerds guest roles or from my YA novels, A Shadow's Breath, One True Thing, maybe even as a co-author of Little Legends with the Words and Nerds fave, Adrian Beck, or perhaps from the Outer Sanctum podcast. Either way, I am hosting this takeover on behalf of the illustrious Danny V because this is an author and a subject very close to my heart. Today we're talking about a new picture book, We Are Matildas, published by Penguin Random House, and written by the ever-glorious, multi-talented, and hardest-working person I know, Shelley Ware. Hi, Shell. Hi. Thanks for having me. Shelley is a proud Yakinjara and Wiringu woman, originally from South Australia, who now calls Melbourne home. But you might know her from her many public and media-facing roles, whether hosting the Dreamtime match at the MCG with 100,000-odd people, uh, hanging off her every word, or the groundbreaking Margaret Footy show, The Colour of Your Jumper or The Point. Or you might have encountered her many educational projects, whether as a consultant on the Australia Wars on SBS, or maybe educating your kids about the power of storytelling and culture, or in her many roles fighting racism, advocating for cultural learning and engaging with the many and varied richness of First Nations culture. I know her though first as a dear friend and colleague on the Outer Sanctum podcast. Welcome to Words and Nerds, Shelley. Thank you for having me on Words and Nerds and thank you for that beautiful introduction. I don't think anyone's spoken so beautifully about me before. Oh, well, so just thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. They obviously just haven't tried hard enough. Your bio is actually ridiculous. And if I tried to like list all the ambassadorships you have of various organizations, that would be the whole show. So I had to cut it short. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed and busy. (laughs) Blessed and busy. One of the things, though, that consistently comes through in all of the work you do is one, your your connection with sport. So how did you come to sport as a topic, you know, in your life and as a a way of um, communicating with people? Sport has been a huge part of my life from forever. You know, my father was a professional sprinter and he was really, really fast. And so he would go to lots of meets and we were so poor that that was pretty much how we turned our lights on, by him winning these professional meets all around Australia. So 
we were into athletics, netball, you know, my brother was rugby and it was just this huge component of our life. And being a storyteller is part of my DNA, you know, being um, an Aboriginal woman who grew up listening to stories from my people and and sharing stories with the next generation that I've heard and passing them on, they sort of just melted together naturally. And I was just given the opportunity and that's all that we need to give people is opportunity. Once I was given that opportunity, I ran with it. What do you think is, and I mean, you certainly have run and keep running, um, but what do you think is the power of sport in storytelling? What? How did the two come together so well? They come together because it's our national love language sport. You know, everybody's listening, everybody stops what they're doing, they tune in and it's an opportunity for people to use sport as a platform to share what's actually happening in the real world and mirror that in our sporting organisations. So I think they blend together beautifully. People often say, you know, you can't mix politics and sport. Well, that's just not true. You know, it's a way of life and and they melt together so beautifully because of the joy we also get from sport. And, you know, we look up to people um, and we, we hear their words more. I think even a little bit more than our politicians So <laughs> here in Australia. But there's so many elements that make them melt together beautifully. And there is a natural drama in it, isn't there, and, and emotion, mm. which is what we're looking for in storytelling. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's lots of drama. You know, <laughs> I often think about the drama that is often often in sport and we spend the whole entire week talking about it. You know, you could write a book a day about what happens in Australia with sport and there would be drama, you know, there would be conflict and there would be you know, a cliffhanger, there'd be excitement and passion and all of these things. So, you know, we really love it here in Australia and, and that's part of the joy of it all. So you had the opportunity to bring these loves of yours together in this gorgeous book, We Are mm-hmm. Matildas, a story about friendship and teamwork. You've been involved in a lot of books in the past, through the Indigenous Literacy Foundation, and I know you've been involved in other anthologies, but I think this is the, the first one you've authored solo. Is yes, that correct? this is my very, very first book. So, well, I've written lots of teacher resources that have made their way into books, but this is my first fun kids, you know, little bit of joy, cuddle up with your little one and, and enjoy book together. So We Are Matildas is a pride of mine, but it's the first one that will be major booksellers, stores, and even even Kmart. Even Kmart. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Getting into Kmart always good. It is illustrated by the wonderful Serena Geddes. Mm. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute because Absolutely. that whole process of illustra- working with an illustrator fascinates me. But how did you come to the project in the first place? Well, it was through my work that I'd done at the Indigenous Literacy Foundation. I had worked with Penguin Random House Publishing on a three-part series of the Pataka, which is a story of a beautiful girl, Belle, who wants to be an AFLW star. So I'd worked with the girls from Tiwi College over a three-year period, and you can actually get those in a bookstore, which, which are pretty special as well, online at ILF. So what happened was I'd built a beautiful relationship with Jess, who was the editor, and when this opportunity came along, she said, I couldn't think of anyone else. So she just rang me and I was, once again, just gifted an opportunity. And yeah, she said, how about it? And I said, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
tell us what the story's about. Yeah, so it's a beautiful story about friendship and teamwork. So this is a group of 10 girls who are wanting to play sport. Well, the actual truth is that it's Jazzy, the main character, and she wants to be a Matilda. And she's young, and so what she's done is she's come up with an action plan on how to make her dream come true. So she hasn't just sat back. She's realised that I need to put things in place for this to happen, and and she watches these other nine people and says, hang on, they've got some skills that I need, they've got some skills, and they, they join into a local tournament and you know in a beautiful predictable lovely ending (laughs) you know (laughs) wonderful things happen and they end up winning this tournament because it's just such a a joyous time but it's about the journey together and her realizing that I'm having so much fun with my friends and this teamwork because you know of course you know there's a little bit of argy-bargy I'm not so sure we want to play with you anymore and it's that working it out together and and then having this amazing achievement at the end so it's a really special book there's a cast of characters there and Mm. I recognize some of the names from some people (laughs) you've drawn on some children you know uh of friends of friends children do you want to tell us a little bit about these characters yeah, so all of the characters are actually people that I know. Oh, there's also a young boy in there who is from the Outer Sanctum podcast, our beautiful Julia's um, son, and her daughter, also Bonnie, is in there. But what I did was I'm the kind of person that needs to write about what I live. And so all of these young people have been in my life, well, since they were born. So <laughs> I wanted to portray their personalities. I wanted to honour some of their stories that are behind them as a person as well. So there are friends. I have made two adults into children because they're really special women in my life. And I wanted my girlfriend, Sarah, her granddaughter is in there. And so the two of them together I thought would be a beautiful thing. And I've got a another girlfriend, Alicia, and she's there with her daughter and I pay tribute through their part of the story to Alicia and Willow's grandmother, who was the Australian record holder for the 800 metres for 43 years. They're little tiny things in the stories like well, nieces, Violet and Charlie. I've paid a tribute to their papa, who's my dad, who was a sprinter, and they're really fast too. So... Lani, her dad is, was actually a Melbourne defender and I've put her in as the goalie and showing that she has these dodging tactics like her father and, and that's good. So I've tried to link all their little ways into people that have been a major part of their life as well. So it's been a real joy and we'll talk a bit more about Serena and how she made them actually pop into life on the paper as well. Yeah, what was that process like of working with an illustrator? Did you write the text first or tell us a little bit about how that went? It was a fast process and it didn't take as long as the normal books do and it was something that, you know, the World Cup's coming up and there was a lot of excitement and I think it happened so there had to be books made about it to get the excitement of children and and also create dreams for them and, and have them relate to the World Cup that's coming up. So it wasn't your usual take a year or so. It was a really, hey, can you write this book in a minute? So <laughs> wrote the book and then we went with Serena and she did a brilliant job in the time that she had. We met together online and she said that she'd taken the project because she had connected with every single one of the girls in the story and and the young boy Toby. So 
it was just really special because she felt that connection with them and she wanted to to draw draw them and show their personalities and then when she said send me a photograph of all of them so that I can actually draw them to their likeness that was really special so oh, wow. we immediately I was sending her a message send me photos send me photos <laughs> and and I cannot tell you some of the likeness willow is exactly willow <laughs> like to that letter we were just so shocked she did the most beautiful job and the fact that she connected so deeply through the story that was um that was the special part was there anything surprising in the process or anything unexpected that came out of it well with the indigenous indigenous literacy foundation we're really really put under the pressure because I work in the create program so we actually write a book in a week which is um, (laughs) so Jess sort of knew that I'd be able to cope with this project so pressure wasn't a problem at all but surprising was when I received it as a collective together my words matched with Serena's absolutely stunning illustrations it felt like when the very first time that I sang and I was the lead singer and the backup singers came in and just (laughs) made me sound a million <laughs> times better like in an instant and I never forget that feeling that rush of oh wow <laughs> hang on a minute like I sound a little bit better now can you sing a little bit more I just I am was completely blown away by her skills her talent and how she made my words better through her illustrations it really does come together beautifully and the colors are gorgeous is there yeah. anything in particular you kind of want kids to take out of the story well, I I got to make a bookmark. My husband, he's a very clever um, graphic artist. And on the back is exactly what I want kids to get from this. I've written on the back of the bookmark where they can write, my dream is, and I want them to write a dream that they have. And then I've got like a little tick box of five things that says, what can I do to make it happen? And I want them to write down actions, just like Jazzy does in the book, where she actions puts things into place so that her dream actually does come true and it becomes the team's dream as well. But I wanted them to learn from Jazzy that it doesn't just happen by sitting there and thinking about it. It happens because you are actually proactive. And what are your dreams and what can you do to make them happen? Jazzy sounds a little bit like someone I know. I'm just wondering (laughs) if she might be at all based on the author, the dream, the Get stuff done, make a plan, and actually execute. Am I am I dreaming here, or, mm. or I might be on she something? Does sound, <laughs> she does sound familiar, <laughs> but yes, it's pretty much how I walk through life. You know, that's how you've got to walk through it. If you want to ha- make something happen, put things into action, put things into place. You know, other people, it's rare other people will do it for you. So you know, these things do happen for some, a small majority of really lucky people, but the rest of us have to do the hard work and we have to make these things happen. And and I want that for kids. I want them to understand from a really young age that, you know, putting into your life creates, creates the life that you want to live. Yes, I am taking notes and trying to <laughs> apply some of your strategies to my own life. Oh, please. <laughs> is this scratching an itch here that you know to perhaps do some more writing yeah absolutely I've I've spoken to Penguin Random House and they're keen for me to write some more picture storybooks this was a beautiful 
serendipity moment where it just sort of had to happen and and now they're like oh hang on a minute would you like to do some more so I'm very hopeful that that's a possibility for the future and you know I've done a lot of work in writing books with First Nations stories with the Indigenous Literacy Foundation but to have them in the mainstream as well and so these stories can be picked up because I, I grew up not seeing myself reflected mm -hmm. in a book at all so you know for me to be able to gift that to children would be really, really special. You just cannot overstate the power of being able to recognise yourself in a story, can you? And, yeah, I, there's so many different ways that we just reproduce the same models and how actively and deliberately we have to shut that down and change the narrative, change the story. And our storytelling, you know, our books and especially ones for children are, are such a great way to kind of just tell a new story and tell lots of stories and you know as much diversity as we can and and this book does that really beautifully so what you do next Shelley I'll be watching I'll be sitting beside <laughs> you hopefully yes. ready to celebrate um all of the wonderful things that you do so thank you so much for joining us and congratulations on We Are Matildas thank you I'm very very excited and thanks for having me on it's been a joy and that's it for me Nicole Hayes, your Words and Nerds Takeover host for this week. A huge thank you to the listeners and to Danny V for letting me host. I hope I get to see you again soon. <laughs>